Welcome to the Be Ruthless Show, where we have the conversations that other people don't. The conversations that other people won't. I'm your host, Sam Ruth, and I'm ready to make a lot of noise and disrupt things ruthlessly. Thanks for being here today. Now let's get to it. Welcome back to the Be Ruthless Show. I'm your host, Sam Ruth, and today I am coming to you from my absolute favorite place, my happy place, my safe place. I'm coming to you from Grand Lake, Colorado, which is one of the very first places Jim took me when I came to visit him and where we got married. And just there's so much here that makes me feel closer to him. I remember every moment of our wedding weekend, which if you know me or have heard the stories, I want to do a lope. <laughs> I joke that Jim was the bride and I'm so, so unbelievably grateful for that weekend with the people we love most. And being here is just a reminder of all of that. And it's, it blows my mind that tomorrow will be our eighth, my eighth year as Mrs. Ruth, and it will be my fifth without him here. It's just impossible to sometimes not have those moments of feeling robbed and feeling cheated. But I wanted to talk today about, by the way, Sassy Dallas and I are laying in a hammock. We haven't been here since 2019 because of COVID and all of, all of those things. And when we came in 2019, Dallas was not even one yet. And I couldn't have the same type of trip that I'm having now because I just didn't know how, how trained she was yet and how it would go with two pit bulls, you know, <laughs> um, that a lot of people might be intimidated by, or uh, I just didn't know. And so my hands were full and I adapted based on what I thought would be best for the three of us. And we had the best time and it was amazing. But being back here now and being able to, go to our favorite places and do the things that we've done. I'm telling you, Sassy remembers. I'm, I've just, it's like she knows. And of course, I still always talk about Jim and daddy and she knows, but how she can remember the spots we loved and the places that are so special to me. It's amazing to me how much dogs know. And that's part of what Grand Lake means to me because I came here in 2018 with just Sassy when I was in so much pain, so much deep, deep pain and so lost and absolutely having no clue what was next. I was really, truly just going through the motions and unhappy and I didn't know what I wanted to do professionally. I had zero clue and sassy was in as much pain as i was really truly animals grieve and and her pain if you've known me or listened to other episodes that just magnified mine it was really impossible and so when we came here in 2018 i connected with somebody who had a puppy and sassy played <laughs> for the whole week we were here and she hadn't done that in the entire time Jim had been gone. And so I made the decision 
either while I was in Grand Lake or right when I got back home that I was absolutely getting another dog, that she needed a friend. And I not only was doing that, but I was going to find this dog and get her before Jim's birthday, because this is my tough stretch. So our anniversary is August 16th, his birthday is September 7th, and going through his birth, going through our anniversary, I just knew this was giving me something to look forward to. And I wanted her here desperately by the 7th. And at that time I was in Denver, pit bulls were not legal in Denver County, and I had to get her from California. And so everything about being here just the three of us being here first of all everywhere we go and even when we're not interacting with people when I'm off to myself people are commenting on how I have the two happiest girls how they're just happy and Sassy is 10 years old and she is happier and healthier than she's ever been so hearing this and having other people see it I know Jim is smiling down and so, so proud because she's a handful. She always has been. Her litter, her entire litter was, went through some abuse. So when I rescued her, they told me that some of the other pups in her litter had been rescued and brought back, that, that they, for whatever reason, were a more difficult group. And I love everything about, I love her little personality, but she is sassy and she has a mind of her own. And so being here with her now at 10 years old with all the training and time and energy that we've put into being able to do these things, being able to be out and about in Colorado and explore all of its beauty. Um, and she's not, she's just so well-behaved and I'm so, so Proud. So we're sitting here, the three of us in a hammock, and I'm saying this to everyone listening, but also to Sassy. And 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 believe you me, that I did not know that I would ever utter these words. Um, I've known it for a while now, but they're going back to our early years. I can't believe I'm saying I fully, completely trust this girl. She has been so good, and I always have them leashed and. Um, you know, but we're by water and they're swimming. And so I know that even though she still has her personality and a mind of her own, she knows the rule. Like she knows, she knows what's expected and how to behave in order to have these things. And it's, that's huge for me because people worried about me getting a second dog because she's been a handful. And so the growth in her, you know, I know that it's her, but I know that we've done it together. And I know that I've done that for Jim, that when I was so lost and I did not know what was next, I knew I was going to take care of me and her because I worked too hard moving here with him and all the changes she had to go through. I wasn't going to let that go backwards at all. So I'm feeling not only close to him and in my favorite place, but I'm also having these feelings of really being proud of myself and really being proud of myself here. Here, it's like, this is, the, this is proud city for me. I came to Grand Lake in 2018 and my loved ones 
meant well, but they were worried about it and they didn't want me to go. And I, this is a lot of people, friends, family, some of Jim's friends. And it came from a good place. It came from worrying about me doing the drive by myself and worrying about how I would react there without him for the first time. And I, up until that moment in my life, I have been more inclined to believe those, that group, my inner circle, when I'm not okay. I guess I just had this belief that like, I know I'm not okay, so they must know better, right? Like they must know what's good for me when I don't know up from down. But for whatever reason in 2018, I literally, like I felt called, I felt like I had to go and, and there was no listening to anyone. And I knew it came from love, but I went anyway. And it was such a powerful week for me. And it's, I've always had a voice. I've always had a mind of my own, but when it comes to certain things, I have listened to others and thought that they knew better. And so it was this huge wake up call. And it was the beginning of my ability to trust myself, to trust my intuition, to say no to others or to say thank you for that input. And I really appreciate it, but this is what I need to do for me. Please trust and support that. And it's given me so much confidence in that. When I used to go back and forth and waver over a decision, now I know, period. I know what's best. And if I don't know, when I don't know, I slow down to take the time to figure it out. And of course, I care about my inner circle and their input, but they don't dictate what's best for me. It's input. And being back here now and seeing how far I've come since then. And, and now I never ignore my intuition. I, I, if others who love me believe strongly in something that I feel very strongly against, against I don't question myself anymore. It, it, was, it was more than just my first anniversary without Jim. It was me learning to have my voice fully with, with the people who I look up to the most, with the people I love and respect and care about their opinions. There are many in this world. If you don't know me, if you're a stranger, you know, I don't care what a lot of people think. And I'm me and I always have been. But when it comes to certain things, when I moved from my first job in Royal Oak, Michigan, and I went to Livonia, Michigan, which is a different county, the job I chose to pick at that time, my dad was concerned about. And I remember heavily weighing his input, right? caring about his perspective and being torn and doing what I felt was best. And it was, that was the beginning of a huge career and success and everything that professionally I know. And so it was like a reminder that just because people love me doesn't mean they know better. And so to anyone listening, to anyone struggling, to anyone oversensitive to certain people's input. I just want you to know that you know, even if it's not 
concrete words like I want to go to Grand Lake or I want to get another dog. Even if you don't know, you know stuff. You know if you feel like you need to rest. You know if you feel like you need to be around people. Your body gives you clues. And for me, for a long time, I ignored those. So it might be something simple like a headache. It's different for each person, but I just want you to know that your body gives you clues and you know you best. And when you listen and trust yourself and trust those feelings, even if they're not concrete things yet, that's the way. I have always been the girl with a plan, you know, with everything planned out, mapped out, at least an idea of what was happening when and why. And so when I came back from Grand Lake in 2018 and said to friends and family, but particularly my dad, that I was taking 2019 off to work with Jack Canfield. And I didn't know why. Like I didn't have a, I couldn't tell him what was next, right? I was doing it because I was completely lost. I, he's my mentor and I've always looked up to him and his books and his teachings were what was getting me through that first year without Jim and finding out that he had a training program was the first feeling of excitement I had had since losing him. It was the first, I don't even know if it was excitement then, but it was something that I wanted to do. And I wanted to do it for me. It wasn't for him or for Sassy or for anyone else. It was the first thing I cared about. And that was enough. And so I said exactly what I suggested earlier in this episode. I said to my dad, even though this makes no sense to you, and it makes no sense to me, because I always know what's next. And I have no clue. Can you please just support and trust me on this one because I I know it's right and it is what helped me find my breath again I was drowning I was lost I was miserable I was in pain and I still am in pain I still life without Jim is never going to be my choice but I connected with people who helped me find my way I found my purpose again. And so those things that are unknown and unfamiliar and scary, it was scary for me to not know what was next. I professionally thought I was done with psychology because I and my publisher, my dear friend and publisher, Kate Butler laughs every time I say this, but it's true. I didn't care about other people's problems. I was struggling. And all I cared about was figuring out how to be in less pain. So being here now and seeing not just Sassy, Sassy and Dallas, perfectly trained and having a blast, I'm so proud. And it's looked weird along the way and it's had its ups and downs, but it's been my way. So they were my ups and downs. And I just want to encourage anyone with others giving you that input what college to go to or what job to take or who to date for that matter. Um, when Jim and I took a break, when we broke up in our twenties, I, I dated somebody Jewish afterwards, not immediately, but the next boyfriend I had, because 
I thought that's what my parents wanted for me. And that's, you know, it's, it's our life and we have to do what is right for us. And in doing that and in becoming completely in tune with who you are, others around you will see that. And now my dad doesn't question it. Now he knows, even if it sounds bizarre, even if it doesn't sound like the Sam he knew for my first 40 years of life or 45, that I know what I'm talking about and I know what's best even, and maybe even especially when I don't know what's next. The unknown for me, I mean, really, truly, I always knew I wanted to go to Michigan. I knew I wanted to get my master's after, like I, it was mapped out. And for many people out there, that's what you think, you're thinking about. After high school, I'll go to college, I'll get a job, I'll get married. I just want you to know that there's room and space for you to make sure that's what you want and that you're doing it for you. And I don't regret any of those things. My path led me here, but along the way, there are times I got very confused by the noise when my loved ones wanted something different for me or had concerns or had a different perspective. And now I just see that as a gift and a conversation, but not a path I must follow. So I just want others to know that really, truly, when I was here in 2018, it was the hardest time of my life. And I had no clue, but I came to my favorite place. I came to the place that gives me comfort and peace and tranquility. And by doing that, I found answers I didn't know I was asking questions for. So please pay attention to you, to your body when you're overwhelmed. What, what, what gives you that instant ah, like that soothing feeling. Some people it's a massage. For many people, it's being by water. And we get caught up in being too busy and having plans and routines and so much on our plate that this is why it's so important. And being back here just after a couple of years away, I can see my own progress. I can see my own growth in addition to just being in my favorite place. So make time for those things. And, and you guys know, I, I don't come here more than once or twice a year, but, and that's because of the weather, because I don't love Grand Lake in the winter. Everybody knows I love Grand Lake in the summer, <laughs> but I go to water every day because water soothes me and gives me comfort also. And making time for those things. I'm the girl who laughed at this. I'm the girl who would have probably turned off this episode. I'm the girl who thought things like the universe and uh, the spirits and, and things like that, all the woo-woo stuff was not for me. Meditation and yoga didn't work for me. That's what I used to say before. It didn't work. I could not slow my mind down. I had a perception of what meditation was when I first started working with Jack Canfield, really, truly. I raised my hand and said, I think I'm doing it wrong. I need help. And I laugh at that now. And nobody in the room laughed at me <laughs> um, because I think 
some there's always somebody who has that perspective that it has to look a certain way and so i just want wanted to take this episode to let anybody know that has people piping in with opinions that you know you best and anybody who is struggling i just want to remind you that there are things that you love and and maybe you haven't made time for them lately and i want to just use my current example as a reason to make time we think that certain things aren't productive or we you know if we do this we're taking time away from that and you matter and you find the answers i know that sounds crazy i really would have laughed at it because i'm telling you i got answers to the questions i didn't know i was asking but that's important now i make that a part of my daily practice meditating and i don't find answers every every day or every time and it's not this magical experience always but my life has changed because i make time for these things that bring me comfort and to some literally i did not think i would smile let alone laugh again i didn't think i'd be excited or have things i wanted to do i remember saying like i'm i'm going to this because i like because i have to because i should because because i care about these people and i want to see them and i love them but i have zero i truly had zero desire i was forcing myself to get through everything and i promise you you can get through it i didn't think i would and i certainly didn't know the way how and that's why i'm talking about this because someone out there needs to hear this or needs to understand that there's no wrong way to meditate there's no wrong way to heal you have to be true to yourself and if i had listened to everyone else and not gone to grand lake in 2018 honestly i do not know where my i would not be okay i would not have connected with jack canfield's community i don't know if i would have made the decision to get dallas which is what brought smiles back into my life and sassies i don't know how she would be which means i would not be right all of these decisions are connected so just the simple act of going there because i really really it wasn't just wanted to i felt like i needed to be there when you have these strong feelings i just want to encourage everyone to listen to them even when others don't get it it's it didn't happen in one conversation my dad didn't understand even my friends i'm not the same person i'm the same person but i don't have all the same hobbies anymore and the unknown and not planning is now my new normal and that was not sam before that was not at all me so changes uncomfortable it can be scary and it can be beautiful and some of us resist it but some of us listen to others along the way and think they know best and i just wanted to toot my own horn and say i know best and i learned that by listening to me and and to my body and to what felt right
And so we all, you know, if you want to be around people right now, you know, if you want to go be by the water, you know, things that lift you up and you know, things that drain you and bring you down and just making it that separating it that way. These things are draining and I feel worse after them. Then what are the things that make you feel better or less pain or less confusion or overwhelm those are the things that are so important to add time for and I don't care what they look like if you remember if you've listened and followed I was finger painting at 3 a.m when I couldn't sleep and it made no sense to me and I thought it was ridiculous but you know what it got me through the night and now I use art with healing with my clients so the there was a lot of purpose to that activity so do those things that decrease the draining that lift you up or take away the negative the things that add to that the things that make you feel worse that are heavy yeah we have to do them sometimes but in our free time make yourself a priority and find some time for those things no matter how far away or 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 what cost you think it has because they matter and they help you find the answers so Thank you for bearing with me through this episode. I know it's a little bit different than some, but I really just wanted to be true to myself and to you with where I am in this moment. And this is truly what I'm processing right now, the the growth. And listen, tomorrow is my eight-year wedding anniversary and Jim's not next to me. He's with me, but he's not next to me to celebrate it. So it's not like that disappears and it's and I still don't have difficulties but by following my path and being true to me and doing these things that's my way through it and being here versus being anywhere else is what's getting me through it so think about those people those places those activities that lift you up that decrease pain and, and look at how often they're in your calendar and make sure that that's enough. I added them daily. And there are things I will skip on my to-do list. Never, ever are they these things. I will never skip meditating or being by the water or getting in some sort of tranquil silence. And I never did that before. So recognize that changing and becoming a different version of yourself is growth. It's not bad. And even though my dad and some of my friends didn't recognize it at first, they stood by my side and they understand it now. And there are others who don't and, and friendships that changed along the way. And that's okay. It's, it's a process and it can be painful, but being me and doing this my way, I got to get through this life without Jim. And I'm doing it the only way I know how. And being true to that is my power. And it's given me my voice. And to anybody struggling, dealing with loss or trauma, I want you to know that the world doesn't like it. It makes everybody else uncomfortable. They want us to get back to normal. And for me, that will never happen. There is no back to normal. 
and you don't have to conform to that and you don't have to go back to functioning the way you were before if it doesn't feel good right i there are a lot of things that i used to love that are really more difficult now i don't enjoy big huge crowds of happy people and like concerts and football games which i did before gym and with gym regularly multiple concerts and road trips and sporting events a year those take effort i it, it was it took me a long time i still do them but it's not the same i need to be with people i feel really safe with i need to do it my way the first concert i went to was by myself in my car so i could have my emotions and not worry about anybody around me being uncomfortable with them so just recognize that there is what the world expects and then there's what you need and the world doesn't get it. And we do not teach people how to heal appropriately. We live in this world that emphasizes moving on. And I, I that is the worst thing that taking that extra, it was an extra year because at December, the end of December is when I lost Jim. So in August, I decided to take another year off. And that's my path. And, and there's no timeline. And the world didn't get it. And they don't have to. I hope one person listening, even one, gets confidence from this to be do that thing that that others are telling you not to that you really want to do that you've been fighting be you and find your voice and recognize that those who are part of your journey will get it might take time but they'll be there and they'll get it and you will be so much stronger because of it doing it their way doing what other people want and expect from us is more painful and I, that's what I was doing up until I went to Grand Lake. I was doing what was expected of me, not, not to the degree others would, right? I mean, I was still miserable and I wasn't putting on a happy face and pretending, but I was going to things and, and going through the motions. And, and I did that until I couldn't do it anymore. It hurt too much. So I don't want others to have to hit that majorly painful, aha. I want you to hear from people who have been there and gotten through it and are still going through it, but know that your way is the only way. So again, thank you so much for being a part of this community, for listening to this episode, which is a little bit different and for just being with me during this tough stretch. I, I don't love my anniversary without Jim. I, I, I just don't. And his birthday without him, you know, it is my tough stretch. So thank you for accepting me as I am, as I navigate my way through it. I still am learning my way and doing it the only way I know how, doing it the best I know how. And I couldn't do it without all of you. So thank you. And until next time, always be ruthless. Thanks so much for listening today. Your support means everything to me, truly. 
If this podcast resonates with you, please do me a favor and join in the Ruthless Movement by making some noise and doing one of these four things. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Tell a friend so we can break stigmas even faster. Leave a review so people can see what you think of the show. And last, if you want to learn more about me and be a part of the Grief Hub community, please head on over to the Facebook group. We'd love to have you. Thanks again for spending your time with us and see you next week.